When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Lon. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> What's up, y'all? Hey, Lon. Ay, 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 my pussy has Wi-Fi. Was it pussy? <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought that I, was maybe I, I like liberally replaced the word with pussy. <laughs> I was going to try to use that as an intro too. But one, <laughs> I forgot how the melody went for the yeah. ay, ay, ay. <laughs> And then two, because it was bleeped out, I was like, what has Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's pussy. Maybe I think it's vagina. P- I was thinking I pussy know. too. <laughs> yeah. Because they got, it got that Wi-Fi. It, it, I don't know. It transmits. Yeah. <laughs> it got that connection to the internet. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, what they maybe mean it's WAP. Maybe that's why, right? Or something. Oh yeah, it's WAP. So Wi-Fi. See, they're Wi-Fi smart. Ass pussy. Yeah. <laughs> this is an eighteen and over podcast, y'all. By the way, for mature content. Yeah. Excuse the strong language. <laughs> Hide your kids. <laughs> All right, y'all. Sorry for jumping in there too quickly, but we are here to talk about the new season of 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days Season 5. Five seasons already. I know. So, Lon, let's start with Caleb and Alina. Caleb is 28 years old from Chandler, Arizona, and Alina is 27 from St. Petersburg, Russia. What do you have to say about them? Um, Caleb seems cool. Alina is a sweetheart. I think Caleb might be in over his head, though. 13 years is a long time, so I get why the feelings can develop. But, you know, you have to understand you're romanticizing the relationship. You're Mm -hmm. romanticizing your partner. And don't get me wrong. Alina is a sweetheart. She really is a sweetheart. She's super, super nice. I like her a lot. But caring for someone, I don't want to call it a disability. I don't even know what to call it, really. But caring for someone in the way that she needs to be cared for, I understand her concerns, right? And I mean, I think he might not be looking at it realistically. She understands. I think she knows that. I think she knows that. And I think she's very scared of that, which she has every right to. I think her parents also are very afraid, not just for her safety, but I think to you're going to have your heart broken again. Mm -hmm. And I really want them to work out. But just from the little trailers that they showed us, the previews that they showed us, it looks like it takes a toll. Like right off the bat, he's like, you're shorter than I thought you were. Like he already knew that she was short. He didn't know, no. And then when the extent, yeah. yeah, And when he finally saw, I was like, and that already, that's already where you're having problems with then you're not ready for everything else. That That's the easy part, right? Mm-hmm. And that was already for him 
kind of like, whoa, you're shorter than I imagined. And the way he said it was like, whoa, (laughs) what's going on here? Yeah. So I don't know, but he seems nice too. He meditates, you know, right? He reads tarot cards and burns sage, right? Spiritual guide to spiritual things, right? So would you call that a hippie or a hipster? Or is there even another label to it? I tend to go with like maybe new age. New age, yeah. Yeah. Someone who attends Burning Man (laughs) type of thing. Is that what it is? Could be. I'd like to go to a Burning Man and I don't do half the stuff he does. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So my initial thought when, when he first came on screen was that he looks like a love child of Aaron Carter. Um, not sure if you guys remember that. If you're a Gen Zer, you may not know who Aaron Carter is. But the brother of the guy from NSYNC. No, the brother of Nick Carter, the guy from Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. Yeah. My fault. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Okay. Right. <laughs> so if Aaron Carter and Darcy's Georgie had a kid, it would look like Caleb. <laughs> That's what I thought, and I think the forums agree too because he does kind of look like Georgie and. Even my fiance Manny was saying like, is that Georgie? Why is he on before the 90 days? And then I told him to look again. Is that Georgie? (laughs) Yeah, he said, why is Georgie not with Darcy anymore? And I'm like, no, that's not Georgie. That's uh, some other guy. Some topless meditator who thinks that he's an alien trapped in a Caleb body or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback off your points, I really like Alina. She's so pure-hearted. Mm. She's so sassy. I love her. She's badass. It's amazing what she's able to accomplish on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis with her special needs. I mean, you know, it is a disability, unfortunately. Or genetic disposition, I would say, right? I already feel protective over her. Like, I, I would hate if this guy turns out to be a jerk, which he does have that vibe coming from him. Like, he seems, like you said, new age, and maybe he's sensitive too, so sensitive new age men but (laughs) i don't know how he would react to someone who's like alina like you know taking care of her and her needs i think too that he sounds like he's just being experimental Mm -hmm. because i think he thinks that oh yeah we've known each other for 13 years let's see where this goes you know, let's right. let's try it out. Like, let's try something new. Right, as I think like... it's experimental for him. You know, and for Alina, I think she genuinely wants a relationship, which is why she's being cognizant of whether or not he can take care of her. And I think it makes sense that she brought Elijah, her bandmate slash flatmate as well, right? Someone she lives with, with her to Turkey because at least Elijah would be able to show Caleb how to take care of Alina. So right. I thought when Caleb became defensive about that, I, that was a red flag to me. Like, you know, you have yeah, to understand same. this is a person who, whom you've never met and she has a disability and she's meeting a stranger not in her hometown. Of course, it's okay for her to bring a friend who will be helping her out with her, you know, accessibility, right? Challenges. Right. So I yeah. sensed a bit of jealousy too. And like... Dude, that's not Elijah's fault, though. That's her parents wanted someone to be there because Mm -hmm. her parents did. Yeah, it wasn't that Elijah wanted to crash your party or Elijah is some option, some other, you know, relationship option that's going to be there to protect her in your place. Like, he got super defensive about it. And I think also he targeted Elijah for that. And I'm like, dude, you Mm got to redirect that because that's 
the parents wanted her to yeah. uh, bring him along too. So it's more respecting their wishes that, that their daughter is, is safe. So yeah, there was an interesting thing though. She said that she was in a long distance relationship before mm-hmm. and everything was fine when that person went to visit her. But then when she went to visit South Africa, he was dodgy. So yeah, I wanted to hear, her. yeah, I wanted to hear more about that too. Did you show up unannounced? Like, how do you show up there? And then he doesn't have time for you or he's very busy. And, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be objective here. If you guys made plans and he was like that, fuck that guy. He's an asshole. He's a jerk. Yeah. If you, but guys if you decided, show up and yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm in the middle of work. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't that happen to the one other couple where she came and he was like, dude, I have things going on. Like I have a show, the blonde haired blue eyed American chick that came and her boyfriend is a model. And he's like, I have a fashion show to do. I have all these things and I'm still working. And she's like, oh, you know, and she was like mad that he wouldn't stay at home or yeah. he was late and stuff. And I'm like, you just came there in the middle of his work week though. <laughs> Yeah. So I just wanted to know a little bit more about that. Did you just show up to South Africa? And he's like, I, I don't have time right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how does he not prepare for something like that and, and get the time off? Yeah, I guess I wish she would elaborate on, elaborate that, but on maybe that. It was yeah. in the past and maybe it really hurt her and she didn't want to like revisit it. Either way, he could have patched it up, I think, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. So I could see that happening where like he could have followed up later on and said, hey, I'm sorry that I was unavailable at the time. Where are we at? Where are we headed? I'm still interested. And if he didn't do that, then he didn't really want to be with her. Yeah. But you know, the good thing that can come out of her situation is if someone does want to be with her, I would say that's true love. Like I always have this fear that if I had a disability, would someone want to be with me? Right? Like if I... I'm lacking a limb or if I have some other form of disability that requires someone to always care for me, would someone want to be with me? And if there is that someone, that's true love. I mean, yeah, it would still require a lot of work on the relationship, but the fact that someone signed on to be your caregiver. They're willing to take that on. Yeah. Say, you know what? I love you. We're going to get through this together. Right. 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 Yeah. So I would like to see where this is going because Caleb just, even though he's fashions himself as someone who's like chill, good vibes and everything, I wonder how he's going to treat Alina because already I can tell that Alina was being serious and trying to explain to him that, hey, this is why I'm bringing Elijah. And he was being very defensive. And that's, Mm -hmm. like I said, a red flag. Yeah. And she's looking at it more realistically. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be a burden and she wants to make it clear. I want to make sure that you are ready for this. Yeah. And I you think don't he's overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. He has rose colored glasses on for sure. Cause mm-hmm. there was a statement he made where he was like, Oh, the connection can only grow stronger. No, it can't. There've been many times when people meet and go, well, we're not actually as compatible as we thought. <laughs> yeah, It doesn't always grow stronger just because you meet up like that's, Dude, you're not thinking realistically. (laughs) Yeah. When he said something about, I want to connect with her in a natural cosmic way. And I'm like, dude, get out of town. What the hell? What does that mean? (laughs) That's why I said, like, he comes across as a 
experimental. He's just doing this just to get an experience out of it. Mm-hmm. And it fits his profile too. I'm not a psychologist or, or a psychiatrist by any means, but guys, he's adventurous. You know, this is self-proclaimed, right? I'm not putting words in his mouth or whatever. He's adventurous. Yeah. He has a hyperactive lifestyle that loves to travel. And mm. he is into magic and tarot cards. Like that profile tells me that, yeah, I'll jump into this relationship just to see how it's like. But I don't know if it's sincere. Yeah. You know, a commitment yeah. is different than like, commitment is different. let's experience this and, and get the most out of it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I would hate for him to like get into this just to brag to people in his circle like, yeah, I've dated a dwarf before. You know, just to have that street cred mm-hmm. <laughs> that he's actually a, a nice guy who would date someone with a disability. Like, I hope that's not his intention. Mm-hmm. Really hope that's not his intention. Anyway, moving on to our favorite rapper, singer from Nigeria. <laughs> Soja boy. boy. Oh my gosh. Usman, Usman, Usman. Do we want to talk about Kim first? <sighs> and how she's an MJ fanatic? <laughs> she's an MJ fanatic, but I think the elephant in the room here is that it seems like she has an affinity for black men. Again, not judging. Not judging. That's fine. Do you? But the fetishization it, of I wonder if that that plays mm. a role in like her being so into like let's go to Tanzania like let's mm. because the way I see it and judging from the previews too he treats her like a fan girl mm-hmm. who might be a he's taken into the US since baby girl Lisa failed <laughs> right um yeah right or maybe to launch his career again maybe it took a dip and he's like you know what I want some of that TLC money and I want some of that Spotify money. And right. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, again, can't knock the hustle, but I feel like Kim really wants happiness. And she thinks that this is her last shot at it. And if Usman is going to turn around and just play with her, like play with her heart and just freaking not take this seriously, then we have problems. <laughs> You nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. That's the same read I have on this entire situation. It's completely opportunistic on mm. his part. I think at this point, it's, it's, it's almost like we're on to you, man. Like, I want to like Usman too. I do. I like, yeah. I want to like him. He I seems like his like music. A, uh, <laughs> I guess, right? Do we like his music? It's enjoyable. He's MJ I don't level, have, I, that's I mean, for I, sure. I don't have it on a playlist or anything. <laughs> yeah, but it just seems like he can stay where he's at and have his pick, you know, it seems. And what he's doing, you know, it, it, it's like he's targeting, he's preying, mm-hmm. P-R-E-Y-I-N-G, mm-hmm. on like these single, middle-aged, women, you know, women, yeah. and American women. I want to like him, but at, at this point, I can't ignore it. I can't ignore it. It reeks of opportunism for me. Yeah. Yeah. And she's bending over backwards. She said that she respects his culture and his religion, his beliefs. And And she's willing to let him marry someone else in order to have kids because apparently they talked about it and she's okay with him having kids with another woman. Yeah. I'm glad that she respects that, but also like... Are you really fine with it? Or yeah. Are you just like, you I just want you it? so much? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad for her. And 
by the way, Lana, I don't know if you felt this, but she's also giving off Angela vibes because she's leaving behind her mom and she's the caregiver of her mom or the caretaker mm-hmm. of her mom. She's dealing with rheumatoid arthritis. I just don't know, man. I, I just don't know about her leaving her, her mom behind. I know she probably has people taking care of her mom, but it just gives me that Angela vibe, like, you know, just to pursue this relationship. Oh, yeah. I don't it's going to get just... worse. It's going to get worse. Did you, I'm sure you saw. So in the previews, mm-hmm. she turns into an Angela, I would go as far oh, as to say. Yeah. She's in there. She's feeling like, water she, into his face or something. She, right? Yeah. Or like well, splashing she was water. In, so she, she arrives and I guess he's shooting a music video and right yeah. off the bat, she's already telling him how him he should do. be on camera. Yeah. Come on, Usman. Are you my agent? Like, who are you? And so I understand how he keeps trying to distance things like, or I'm going to treat you a certain way, or we're going to do separate beds and separate rooms and stuff. And that plays two ways. That plays two ways. I get maybe his precaution, but I also, in terms of the opportunistic side of it, to me, it just seems like you're not really attracted to her. Mm-hmm. You're not attracted to her the way you should be for somebody yeah. who's in love, right? Who's, who's interested who's really in love, yeah. who's interested in something intimate. Yep. Like you're not, right? So this is going to be a fun one, I think, to watch unfold. I think they're both going to show an ugly side. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just want to say her mom's really cool. Obviously called out the age gap between them. I don't know. Her like, friends were her, her friends, friends were realistic. Yeah, realistic as well. Like asking her, is this really what you want? Like, are you okay with him having a second wife? Y'all, for real friends are not there to reassure you when you're not thinking clearly. Mm. They're there to protect you yeah. when you're not thinking clearly. They're your clearly. blind spots. Yes. Yeah. So when she freaked out and she got mad, can y'all just be happy? Like, I can be happy for you, but at the same time, as somebody who wants the best for you, I want to let you know that what you're doing sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And yeah, we just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah. And the freak out told me another thing. The freak out told me she has the same concerns. She's just kind of been trying to ignore it. And mm-hmm. then her friends keep bringing it to the forefront. Yeah. And she sees now she's seeing it. She's she not ready to confront didn't, it. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know how to fucking react. So she stormed off. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure she has the same concerns and she's scared to death about the decision she's about to make right now. She's just been pushing it, pushing it back. Her friends keep bringing it to the forefront and she didn't know how to handle it. That's the way I interpreted that scene where she just stormed off like yeah, crying. Yeah. Do you think this is a fraud situation where TLC find some random lady from San Diego and say, hey, would you like to have a fake relationship with a rapper singer from Nigeria? And then on the other side of the world, TLC goes over to Usman and say, hey, would you like to be on American TV again? (laughs) I just think Usman is that opportunistic, is that he would definitely reach out. And here's another thing. It's like a type. I can't say it, but it's like a type. It's almost like he has a type. type. Okay. Yes. And not an, not an intimate type, but kind of the, a type to target. Does that pray? You know what I mean? Yes. Yep. yep. Yes. And I just get that icky feeling because of that. Okay. Does that type include being a heavy smoker and having a raspy voice? Because like, I remember baby girl, Lisa and her, they have that same, like, uh, like heavy smoker. (laughs) Have you know, you know, what I mean, like, what? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> you know it could I mean? be, it could be, 
It could be. I don't know what, what parameters a, and yeah. standards he uses, but there's similarities <laughs> yeah. here. Hmm. <laughs> Must be let's address the elephant check. in the room there. They're very similar. Yeah. Right. Must and be I'm, white women above a certain age, check. From America, check. Yeah. Recipe, voice, heavy smoker, yeah. check. There's a type there. And yeah. I don't know what he's, what if he has a checklist or what, but they're very similar. They're very similar. <laughs> Very, very similar. Yeah. Oh, well, you're right. This is going to be entertaining. Before we move on, I just want to end with this quote that's very profound. Milk does the body good, but only for so long. She said that. She's like, oh, you know, he knows I'm 50, but <laughs> milk does your body good, but only for so long. <laughs> what does that even... She can only drink so much milk, Alon. Yeah. Yeah, because Adrian right, takes okay. over. Anyway, next up, this guy. Uh, Gino, 51 years old from Canton, Michigan, who's currently unemployed, previously was an automotive engineer, got laid off during COVID, and he's pursuing Jasmine, a 34-year-old American literature teacher, if I'm not wrong, American lit teacher from Panama City, Gino, a.k.a. Gringo Bonito. <laughs> Gringo Bonito. <laughs> well, that's how she calls him. Yeah, and yeah. So, oh, man. First of all, the laughter is a red flag. Sounds very much like Stephen, Scoodily Poop, Mormon Stephen. And I thought that was... When people laugh like that, I just feel that it's, it's those type of nervous laughter that mask insecurity. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I'm guilty, by the way. I'm guilty. Like sometimes in a work setting, I, I want to do a presentation and I'm nervous. I would do that. But that's because I'm... Takes one to know one. Right, right exactly. <laughs> when you but he laugh. does it excessively. Even, yeah. yeah, even in a casual setting, he does that. So that tells me that he has very low self-esteem. Mm. I could be wrong. But this guy went through a lot. He was previously married to a Brazilian, divorced after seven years buys his blue pills in the black market. <laughs> Stockpiling them. <laughs> yeah. He tried them and he, he knows they work. So yeah. Good times pill. That's what he calls it too. <laughs> Male enhancement <laughs> as the industry likes to advertise it as. <laughs> right. Salon. Is this another schmuck? Is this another Cory? I don't know if it's another Corey. To say it's another Corey would mean that this is somebody who's, who, who cheats, who cheats when they're on their... Maybe not yet. Yeah. We found yeah. preview, he was texting some other... Oh, he, he was accused of texting some other women. Yeah. But then so again, the... jealous too. So you don't know if she's making shit up or if he's really texting other women. So in a way, kind of Corey-ish because Corey does support Evelyn financially at first. Maybe even now. And he is supporting her with his savings, even though he's not employed. There's a lot of similarities with this and with Corey and Evelyn. So I, I do see that. So I just think this one's doomed. This one had red flags everywhere oh, on yeah. both sides of the relationship here, right? So yeah, he's lost his job, but he's still paying for things. And I don't know what, what to call them. Facial treatments, surgeries. Cosmetic I don't enhancements. Know. Cosmetic enhancements, yes. Yeah. So he's a sugar daddy. He's totally in, in sugar daddy mode right here. I don't like how controlling oh, she yeah. is. And not just controlling, but also abusive, it seems. Yes. Yeah. We'll see how they interact. 
in the preview. So maybe he's texting other women, but the clip that I'm referring to, he sent, uh, I don't know if he did it to make his ex-girlfriend jealous, but it was his ex-girlfriend and he sent his ex-girlfriend nudes. Oh, ex-wife maybe? Ex-wife or ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Nudes of her. And she Mm. confronted him about that. And I would get why that would be like, did you do that? And he's just sitting there like you motherfucker (laughs) he's not over his divorce then i mean his previous marriage i guess yeah and not just that but that's a violation of trust right Mm. like that's the total dick move and 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 people do it way too much right i think toxic masculinity right call it what it is the guys will be the first to victim blame and go well she shouldn't be taking pictures like that anyway no it's private you trusted somebody you know what I mean? You were doing this with an agreement that this was in confidence, that this was intimacy and trust involved. And you violated that trust. Like, who knows what his ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, whoever he sent those to, now they're they're not safe. They Those can pop up on the internet. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. It just yeah. it really is fucked up. So I'd be hella pissed too. But um, yeah, this is also going to be... <laughs> Uh, fun might be the, not the wrong word, but it's yeah. inter- it's going to be an interesting watch to see this one play out. I don't like the fact that she's abusive and controlling. Yeah. It's so cringy yeah. to watch that type of behavior and for him to like dismiss it and say, that's because she's in love with me. That's how people show love. I'm guilty of that. Oh, <laughs> no, I know, I know. I used to think that. No, I, I, used to I think get that it. Way. I used to think that too, but you learn from it. You learn from it. You would think someone like him who got out of a marriage, this is not his first rodeo, I would think, right? Like, this is not his no. first relationship. You would think that shouldn't be how you interpret things. That's a red flag. When you go collect food and they need to see what you're doing, like, come on, man, I'm just collecting food. But when you've been on a drought for that long, so what, you just take what you're given? Beggars <laughs> it it throws you off your game. You start to doubt yourself. You're, yeah, and you're right. Is this the best I can do? Yeah. Is this the best I can do? Because, yeah, like, okay. You he know, did admit it. It's one of those things, yeah, where let's just get this out of the way. She's very attractive. Yeah. Right? And She's out of his league. Out of his according league. To him, that's not according to us, but according to him. So it's like what? these things come with a price right? <laughs> and like, like, what's the price up. you're willing to pay right right yeah and uh, the other thing too is that when people go over and they again i'm trying to be sex positive here and i get it we're all adults we all have needs but then it gets very cringy when and maybe i'm old-fashioned but it gets very cringy when we see him with the blue pills because it's like the like you just want to go and bang you know and nothing wrong with that, but I just feel like, do we really have to like highlight that? Like but I said, I think, I, to... it, I think too it points to what you said about his insecurity. Yeah, well, he hasn't been intimate with women for a very long time. I think he knows he's older, fifty-one, mm-hmm. and she's thirty-four. Mm-hmm. So he's automatically too. And he's balding. Yeah, yeah. nothing wrong. I mean, we's not trying to be nothing, ageist. Yeah, not, right. But he's insecure about that. Is he's insecure, right. right. He's like, is this, am I going to be able to meet her needs sexually? Yeah. yeah. So like he's stocking up. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Okay. No hate. No hate. Yeah. <laughs> Got to perform, Gino. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Like you're right. I think this will be very entertaining, but also painfully entertaining. <laughs> I like how he was introduced when he's at the pharmacy or whatever and he's like oh yeah do you have lotion for couples <laughs> like i was like 
lubricant. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got the storekeeper's name, man. That's Dev. Dev, shout out to you for recommending Diplomats first, okay? Priority. You know you're going to Panama and you're like, Oh yeah, this is what you need. Diarrhea meds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think what's also interesting is that they both have different lifestyle. I just don't know how they're going to be compatible, but we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll bond over sex. Who knows? Mm. Well, this is probably the last couple we're going to talk about. Another couple that I feel will be bonding over sex or sexy time is Memphis, 34-year-old from Muskegon. Michigan, is that how you pronounce it? Sorry if I butcher that. She's a nurse practitioner who got her master's degree. She's a single mom of two kids. And she would like to get it on with Hamza, 28-year-old from Tunisia. This is the couple I'm least excited about. Are you serious? Yeah. I yeah. am so excited for them. And I'll tell really? you why. Tell me why. You, okay, you say your piece. <sighs> why why okay, aren't you so... not interested? So this one, there's just so many things, I think. One, the biggest red flag is the language barrier. Yes. Um, and she joked about it and haha, it's funny, ha he he. But like, let's be serious for a minute. If sexy time is the only is the common phrase that you two really like can understand, or one of the only phrases really you two can oh, yeah. understand. We have problems there. We have problems. Like yeah. we, we've seen in the past how these language barriers, yeah, you can try to overcome them, but you really have to put in the work to learn the language. Either mm-hmm. he has to learn English or you have to learn, what do they speak in Tunisia? Tunisian? Arabic. No, Arabic, Arabic, sorry. Or French. They were good at French too. Actually, French would be great to learn for Memphis if she really wants to. You have to do it because yeah. you can't. Who was that couple where he didn't know any, they didn't know anything. So whenever they had conflicts, all they knew how to do was smile at each other or shout at each other in ways that didn't get either of their points across, you know? So like, that's huge. This reminds me of Anna and Marcel. Marcel. Yes, I think that's who I'm thinking about. And they're like communicating over Google Translate. And by the way, it's working out for them because clearly they're still together. They're still together. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, And their business is flourishing. So good for them. And they're not in our faces anymore. So you can tell they're very genuine. They're like, okay, we're done with one season of... I think they did come back for some, like, you know, happily ever right. or something. But anyway. But that's because also... the sexy time wasn't the only thing, though, right, <laughs> that they had going them. for them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> See, that's when like, I think if it's more than that, then I think they can go further with their relationship. And it's just like, it, this also reminds me of Brittany and Yazan because I think they connected on the exterior Right. I mean, Britney is mm. beautiful. She has a great body. And Yazan's probably like, yeah, I'll tap that. But at the same time, too, I think Yazan suddenly got serious and then decided, like, okay, maybe I need to get my parents' approval. And Britney obviously has that language barrier right. where she doesn't understand Arabic and he doesn't really speak good English, which is why we got a translator out of that yeah. couple. And maybe this is what they can do, too. Like, maybe we'll be introduced to another cool translator. Who knows? The second thing for me, though, the, mm-hmm. and the, the bigger thing. Is this is, a deal breaker or is it? It's not, it's not a deal breaker, but it could be. So Memphis, you know, she's, she's super accomplished, right? She's a nurse practitioner with a master's degree, mm-hmm. um, very attractive. Mm-hmm. I forgot that she has two kids. 
And the mom just put it bluntly. Do you think he's ready to be a stepdad? And when she said it like that, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Cause I completely like forgot about that. Right. And that's huge. huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think he is. You know what I mean? And shout out to all single moms, single parents out there doing thing, kicking ass, taking names and still able to raise uh, children through it. So it's a lot of hard work. No stigmas associated with, well, there are, but I have nothing against like single moms or single parents, but that's a huge responsibility. It really is. And I think too, when you're in a long distance relationship, more rose colored glasses, your sexy time, it's all cute. You're looking at pictures of each other and you're romanticizing every moment. You're Mm -hmm. not taking into consideration that there's going to be children there that you're responsible for. And was it... I forgot her name, but she married some guy from the Dominican Republic and he didn't know how to be a stepdad. He came there and he went to the daughter. What's that? Luis and Molly. Yes. And he was like, I'm going to be your daddy. And she's like, no, you're not. (laughs) And he didn't know what to do with that. And he just gave up the first day. He gave up. He didn't want nothing to do with her children. I'm like, this has that vibe, but I'm also reminded by um, who was it? Muhammad. And she just became a nurse. I forgot her name. Damn it. She was in the singles life recently. Why oh, it's drawing a blank. I, and I hate to say this, but just to jog your memory, he, he didn't want to go down on her because apparently. She... Oh, yes. Then one of the way Daniel earlier and season. Muhammad. The one that didn't want to kiss her on their wedding. Yeah, on, during the wedding. On their wedding day. Or something. I know. Red flags, right? But Red yeah. flag, yeah. How, I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know what, how y'all feel about my impression of Daniel saying Muhammad, but Muhammad, Muhammad, right on, spot on right there, Lon. I think that was the thing that I was thinking about is that, first of all, I just want to say, I have no place to comment about this because I'm not a parent, but if I'm a child of a single parent, the last thing I want is to have that revolving door of stepdads or stepmoms, right? Stepparent, basically. And I would hate for Memphis to do that to her own kids, you know, because they probably lacking a father figure. And this guy does not look like, and again, I'm, we could be wrong. Maybe he wants kids. Maybe he wants to inherit her kids. I don't know. But aside from that, you have to think about the language barrier. That's also another obstacle, right? In them trying to work out their relationship, but also the culture and religion. Yes. I don't know how, I don't know how religious yes. the guy is, but what if he says you have to convert to Islam? What's she going to do? I mean, again, I don't know if she's ready to do that. And I'm guessing he would probably want her kids to convert to Islam. We've seen yeah. this play out before, right? It's like, yeah. And again, he could be like a Ziet. Right. He could be like, whatever. So what excites you about this couple? Okay. Yeah. We'll start there. What excites you about this couple? Why why do you want to see? Well, it's all those reasons that I mentioned, but also, Mm. and this is in lieu of not having a WTFT this episode. I just learned a term from Reddit called Tunisian love rats. What? (laughs) I'm learning this term now too. And again, I apologize to our listeners who are with Tunisian. Our best friend, Mariam, is with a Tunisian. And I think she knows about this. We should have invited her on this. I know. (laughs) She's the expert here. You know, she should have a say in this. But apparently, there are dating websites 
they're full of this so-called Tunisian love rats. And I hate that it's associated with rats. I mean, that's I'm, terrible. Yeah. It's terrible, right? To associate like Tunisian men with rats. But there's this term, and I didn't make this up, guys, but they are basically men from that region who are sweet as pie and would text loving pleasantries like Memphis's guy, Hamza. And the bottom line is these are young men wanting to get out of the country for a better life. And mm. just to add fuel to the fire here, notice that she's from Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's where 40% of all Arab Americans reside. Think about mm. a scenario where she brings him over, right, with her own money out of pocket. And then he gets a green card. Maybe stick around for three years to have the permanent green card because that's just how it works. And then divorce her. Maybe gets with an Arab girl in the US. I don't know. So she has to be careful about that if she's really going to pursue this because he's going to find people in his community very easily in Michigan, even in Detroit, where there are a lot of you know Middle Easterners and Arab Americans. So I just feel like she should do a background check on him. Like she should really think this. Just be careful. Yeah. yeah. But I hate the fact that when we're introduced to Memphis, she does all this thirst trap thing. Uh, that was a <laughs> yeah. tongue twister. Thirst trap. Thirst traps. Yeah. yeah. Like showering and showing him. Like, how do you know that his friends is not creeping behind looking at you? Yeah. How do you yeah. know that? And, yeah. <laughs> and holy shit, there's a cameraman. Oh, hopefully it's a camera woman, but most likely it's a cameraman in that bathroom. And they want you to sell that. They yeah, wanted to sell her sex. See that? What if your kids see that? How would? Yeah. You, how are you gonna explain to them? Oh, mama's gotta, gotta show some skin. Like, I mean, yeah. again, I'm not coming from the angle of like shaming her, but I just wish that that wasn't her intro to us. You know, from the jump, because even when they were, even when doing the lingerie thing too, like what? Yeah, what was that? Like, I th- I was like, wait, is she trying on wedding dresses, or did they just like fabricate a scene right here and say, hey, you're gonna try to, you're gonna try on sexy outfits while your friends drink champagne? To me, it just was such a random way to introduce somebody. Yeah. The way I read it is that those are lingerie that she's trying on that she's gonna wear when she's with him. Okay. You know, so again, like playing up the dress, sexuality but... of, of right. her character or whatever. Right. And that's why I'm not surprised that people are calling her a walking contradiction because she comes across as someone who's intelligent, came out of poverty, came out of a foster home system, pretty much did well for herself, and then she's doing all this. Like it's such a polarizing picture being mm. painted by her, you know, of her. So, right. but um, the argument can be made too that we're multidimensional and that yeah, you can be both very you deep there, Lon. You can very be deep. very, you, yeah, yeah. You can still be. You can still do. What, what is it? That you saying? can do wretched stuff. Find you one that can do both, or <laughs> that can do both. Right? <laughs> yeah. True. 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 True, true. Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion for yeah. graduating. And uh, oh yeah, congratulations, Megan. I don't know if she listens, but if she does, that's fucking awesome. Megan, yeah. congratulations on getting your uh, your degree. HBCU, I think, right? She went to Howard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, and Kim, Kim over Kim, here passing yeah, the baby bar. Passing baby bar. Shout out to Kim. But also, I was reading an article about it's good that she passed a baby bar. Like that's apparently very hard. But at the same time, she does take private jets to this attorney office to study and she has a team that takes care of her four or five kids or whatever and yes we cannot deny her accomplishment but she got a lot of help so right, right, yeah, right. kudos but still a lot of help there 
but yeah, I think I'm going to be very, very entertained by Memphis. But at the same time, I'm also going to be very uh, cringed out too by what she's about to do. From the preview, I can see that she's asking him to sign a prenup. So mm. that's a good thing, right? I would. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. In their case, definitely. Yeah. And then seeing previous seasons of how this has played out, how could you not? Yeah. How could you not? How if you know not? what this show is about, <laughs> you better take those precautions. Yeah. And again, she has friends who are looking out for her, trying to tell her like, hey, slow down. And I can't believe that. How can she say they have a language barrier? But then when her mom asked her, like, you're going to support him? And she said, no, no, no. I told him he needs to get a job. And I'm like, are you sure he understood that? Because he <laughs> 10 sexy times. You got to use your Google Translate. Yeah. Make sure yeah. he understands that. And maybe she did. I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah. that's why I think that eh, they're going to be very interesting. To it's me. an interesting cast. Yeah. It's an inter- very it's interesting, two entertaining. More. Two more, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. And that's where I'm going to cringe, right? Which one? Because with the Asian... Asian fetishization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll we'll see. Because I think part of it is going to be that this is the guy and this is the character, you know, but also my hangups and my problems with the way Asian men specifically are are portrayed in Western media, right? And just so that everybody can get their laughs in and then categorize all Asian men this way. It's just, for me, it's going to be all sorts of cringy, problematic, and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So stick around, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to end this by saying that good morning texts are actually the bare minimum. And I can't believe women fall for that. Mm. That's easy to do. That's easy. Yeah. I don't know why Memphis thinks that he's the one just because he sends her good morning texts for a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's elementary, my friend. <laughs> Seriously. But I, right. here's my thing, and I'm going to sound like a shitty boyfriend. All right. Well, whatever. let's hear it. <laughs> like, okay. So here's my thing, right? Okay. Like, okay. I get it. If that's the expectation that you set, then I'll definitely meet that. So if her bar is low. If is that's your love language, if that is your love language and you right. tell me and I know mm-hmm. these things, then yes, that's that's totally fine. But then on, for me, on the other hand, I was like, do you really need that though? Do you like you miss a day, right? I'm fucking busy. I'm late for work. I'm going, yeah. oh shit, it's 10 a.m. <gasps> I forgot to tell yeah. her good morning. Yeah. Someone mentioned but- like, will the love be lost <laughs> if he forget one morning to text her? Like, yeah. So I kind of rolled my eyes. Happening. Kind of rolled my eyes. I understand though. And again, like if you make that clear that how much this means to you. And so this is like I said, your love language and these kinds of I forget what is it, affirmations. I forget exactly. Yeah, what they words call of that. affirmation. Yep. Yeah, that that's your thing. Then obviously I'm gonna try my best. I want I want you to be happy and stuff. But then I'm like, are you really gonna flip out if <laughs> but is good morning? And a word of affirmation, though, like, uh, I mean, it's just good morning. Right. I forget exactly what it is. It doesn't say like. Telling your partner, reassuring them, verbal reassurances, you know, that like, (gasps) yeah, we'll see. But again, I, I kind of just like that's every single day. Every single day, three hundred. But it's easy though. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. (laughs) It totally is. And that's why I said like people probably going to go this guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're a real winner, Lon. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, Lon. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, Lon, let's wrap it up with our WTF moment. Do you have one? For this? Uh, I do. And it was Jasmine's, Jasmine's like insecurity. Mm. Uh, it brought me back to a toxic relationship I was in. So instantly I wrote this off as, as a toxic relationship and something that's doomed to fail un- unless they can work it out. Mm-hmm. But I've been there and it brought me back to that space yeah. where somebody just did not trust me at all. And people like Jasmine are real. Like they exist there. Show me. Oh, is that where you're at? You're in the parking lot waiting to pick something up. Show me. I want you to bring the camera into the store. Show me. They pick apart everything. And then mm-hmm. that scene that played out in the store happened to me. Wow. Uh, I've been in the service industry. I know what it's like. We have name tags for a reason mm-hmm. so that people don't go, Hey, you it's so they call you by your name. You feel yeah. respected. They say, Hey, Lon, it was nice. Have a great day. You know what I mean? And yeah. what, well, why are you talking to her? You just went to pick something up like this shit happens. Y'all this is real shit. Like there are people who are that insecure and that overprotective or whatever terms you can find to say that this, this behavior is bad. It's, it's toxic. Yeah, toxic. And, um, and it would be different if she maybe approached differently, but she was, you could tell she was instantly like irritated and annoyed. And I would say maybe even mad and upset, you know? And then yeah. I think, I think she kind of chilled out and she said, well, it's because, you know, it's a long distance thing and I care about you so much. And, and I've heard that too. I've heard it all before. And it just took me back to that place in my yeah. life where I was in, in a very, very, very similar relationship. But then so like, you the always, like what you always say, Lon, if there's no trust, is it even worth pursuing? That's why I said it was doomed. But here's the thing. I think you can always work that out. There's always a chance to say, hey, let's sit down. Let's talk about, I'll go first. Here's mm-hmm. the things I can work on. Yeah. Now, what about you? Aren't there things you can work on too? And if you're willing to admit and then and work on those things, I think there's there's a shot. Yeah. Definitely, it's going to take a lot of work though. Because yeah. I think for some people, it's it's a part of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say people don't change, right? I think people can grow, people learn, and and sometimes it takes a very long time. But um, maybe if she chill on her controlling behavior, he can maybe slowly remove the cap. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But that's that's fixable. There are things too. There's things you can do for that. If I was really upset hair about plugs. my hair, yeah, <laughs> man, it's twenty. It's, it's almost twenty twenty two. There are there's answers for that. That's yeah. something that's not, you can you can totally deal. Tattoo with Tattoo your hair. <laughs> Tattoo your <laughs> spray can. Don't got yeah. spray can joints now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anyway, my <laughs> WTF moment. I don't know if this is a WTF moment, but is that really the fedora that Michael Jackson wore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, $8,000, $9,000. Nah, dude. By the way, I think it would fetch a higher price if that was really the genuine stuff that he wore. Yeah. But yeah, maybe he she went to one of his concerts and caught it, but like... She got taken is what you're saying. She she got played. Yeah. So she got finessed. She got finessed. <laughs> she got finessed, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's not I, I even his handwriting. I, w- I don't know if that was the actual MJ fedora. That was something yeah. that was sold at one of his concerts, and maybe he signed it beforehand, or maybe she won it during a concert. How did she obtain it again? I forget how she. I forgot. It. I have to watch it again. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us under listener support on anchor.fm and donate for as low as 99 cents or on Patreon at WTF Extra. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Don't forget to like, share, and follow the podcast. Thank you so much. You can find me on Instagram at lawn, L-A-N, underscore like, underscore L-A-W-N. Click on the link in my bio for additional socials. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeet, yeet. So, Lon, I think this may be our last podcast of the year. Maybe. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, there we go. Kwanzaa, too. Kwanzaa, yes. Yeah, and to our listeners, thank you for listening and hope you have enjoyed our podcast uh, throughout the year. I know it's been a challenging year, but thank you for sticking with us. And we would like to hear from you if you have any feedback about us or about how we uh, run our content. Please feel free to email us or reach out to us on our Instagram. But otherwise, we would appreciate if you spread the love, you know, tell your friends, your colleagues about our podcast. I know I do that on a regular basis. I have no shame. So... Yeah, happy holidays. Have a safe one with your family members and y'all. Happy holidays. Yeah, it's been a trip. It's been a wonderful year. And again, really, thank you all so much for anyone who listens. I, I didn't know how this podcast would do. And it just, it makes me smile knowing there are people out there who, who actually do enjoy our, our content, enjoy listening to us and tuning in uh, whenever we drop a new episode. So thank you so much uh, with every ounce of my being. I enjoy doing this. So yeah. Happy holidays, and we'll see you next year. Yep. And also, Lon, thank you for doing this with me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you a lot. Well, we what fucking we watch the show, so yeah. <laughs> like, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for indulging us on all the other non ninety day fiance content. So yeah, till next year. Happy New Year. Bye bye.